everyone and welcome to our discussion on how to drive a branded customer experience transformation in a challenging and highly regulated industry. Uh, I am Grohl Kurt, uh, co-founder of Altana CX and uh, today my guest is David Lloyd. Uh, David is an internationally experienced uh, customer experience manager and a design thinking expert at E.ON. Um, as you know, E.ON is one of the strongest operators of European energy networks uh, and energy-related infrastructure with more than 50 million customers. So welcome, Dave. It's great to have you with us. Thank you. Great to be here. Um, today, we have a lot uh, to cover. Some of our topics include maximizing opportunities with customers with relatively low uh, contact frequency, uh, customer experience efforts under an enterprise-level program, and scalability of the customer experience program um, and we will be ending our discussion on some key learnings and suggestions from there so let's get started uh, my first question david is in the beginning how did you ensure organizational engagement uh, for branded customer experience at eon as a group yeah sure so i, I think kind of let's go back to to the energy industry and, and, and where we've come from so you, you've already mentioned it's a highly regulated industry Previously, many years ago, before deregulation and deregulation in, in the different uh, countries and energy markets that E.ON operate has happened at different times. And therefore, customer perception has generally been that we are a big monopoly. Uh, we don't care about customers and, and so on and so forth. And actually, over time, particularly, I would say over the last 10 to 15 years, that perception has to change. And it did have to change in order for E.ON to continue to compete in the new decentralized energy world where new competitors uh, start to come in. So in order for us to really engage or, or, or bring a, a kind of uh, organization at, at a group level, it's really around starting small. Uh, and, and that's absolutely what we did. So we've always had a number of thought leaders across across the Eon group from different uh, different countries that kind of come together on a regular basis talking about uh, CX topics. But you know, it, it, it's really about delivering. So stopping talking about what we can do, how we can bring stakeholders, how we can bring an organisation along with us, is really about demonstrating the benefit of of CX. And in order to do that, you have to change colleagues' perceptions. So you will always have people who are promoters, people who just have this feeling, have this belief, or they've heard from, you know, other other uh, other organisations, other thought leaders that you know CX is really the way forward. It drives value in the organisation, drives sustainable growth uh, within the uh, within the organisation. You'll also have a group of people that are a bit a bit in the middle ground, a bit hesitant around, does it work, does it not? And they're a little bit unsure. And then you will always have people in an organization that don't believe that CX is the right, is the right thing to focus on. And in order to really engage in the organization, I would say personally, stakeholder management is, is the, the, the biggest challenge to overcome uh, in anything. So how we started here was really small. As a CX function, we had a very clear strategy around what we wanted to do. And that strategy was really based on bottom-up changes within the organization. So looking at customer journeys 
and what we call core customer journeys, of which 90% of all customer interactions happen uh, throughout there. Uh, and from there, we identified a board member. So somebody board who is really passionate about CX, really believes in the value that CX can bring. And we'd look to the board level as somebody uh, or as a, as a colleague who can really help us to get a CX program off the ground. And program is a really important thing to, to mention here. I, I said start off small. We started off as it being a program. We didn't start off with it as being a big organizational change. It was about proving the benefits and proving the value of focusing on, on customer experience. So once we had our board member on board, somebody that could, could really engage uh, more senior stakeholders, really stand behind that uh, and, and, and give us the, the autonomy to go and work with this, it was really about prioritizing what we focus on. And we decided that we needed to focus on a journey that was quite problematic for, for us from a business perspective and one where there was huge value to be had from a business perspective, but also one that was delivering poor experiences to customers. And, and this one that we focused on was the, the joining journey. So people who are new to joining E.ON on an energy contract, what is their experience like? Uh, and we really focused on, on, on that journey. And the reason we chose also that journey is because the person who was responsible for sales was one of those people who wasn't entirely convinced that CX was the right thing. But agreeing with him before we start uh, what it is that we really want to achieve here, that really helped because we could help in reducing, for example, the cancellation rate. How do we stop customers or prevent customers uh, uh, from, from cancelling? How do we change that behavior? How do we more move more customers through, uh, uh, through the sales funnel? So that's kind of how we got him engaged. And we turned him from this kind of person who wasn't convinced to somebody who was a real supporter of CX. And that was really through a, a robust approach that we took. So it was very much based on voice of the customer. So what's the insight? What's the research? What's the customer behavior around that? Really designing around those uh, customer challenges, but also the business challenges as well to ensure that we are, uh, are addressing both uh, of those things. The second thing we, we did was to create what we call customer dashboards for an end-to-end -end journey. And I'll talk a little bit about dashboards in a second because I think these are the things that really helped uh, to kind of give us this organizational shift and not just an organizational shift, but a behavioral uh, shift also. Uh, that helps us then also to track the success, uh, reducing uh, cancellation rates, reducing inbound customer demand, which drives cost into, into the organization. Ultimately, the, the big thing is about doing stuff, delivering stuff for customers, demonstrating the back, uh, the benefit and selling, uh, uh, sorry, celebrating the successes that we have seen. It's really important to celebrate the success. And in some cases, let your stakeholders take all the praise for the work. 
in order to then kind of change them. And just a very quick note on the dashboards. So the dashboards that we created would, were from end to end. So the start of the journey right to the end. And we rewrote the, uh, the definitions of measures. And the definitions of the measures were from a customer perspective. So for example, uh, uh, average speed of answer is generally something that, you know, we would, uh, we would focus on uh, from a call center perspective. So how long it takes a customer to get through. We redefined that, me that metric and put it in customer language. So I had to wait for more than 30 seconds to get through. So we would then display what the percentage of customers during that journey had to wait longer than 30 seconds uh, to get through. That then is really powerful because every day our senior leaders are looking at metrics, but it really puts a different lens on the metrics and also puts a, a kind of sense of feeling onto that metric. Say, well, wow, our customers are telling us they had to wait a long time and a large proportion of our customers going through this journey have had to wait quite a considerable amount of time or more time than what they expect to, uh, I expect to wait. So I, I guess in summary, how we ensure uh, how we ensured organisational engagement is one, ensuring we bring our stakeholders with us, changing the perception of our stakeholders, delivering, demonstrating the benefits, and measuring uh, those benefits, and more importantly, celebrating the success. And through start, starting off small and being able to deliver all those things naturally. Uh, other stakeholders, not just from within a country that you're working in, but also at a group level and also at a peer level in, in, the, in the other countries, naturally people start to become much more interested in customer experience because they're seeing the value and the benefit that is being delivered. Um, I think uh, uh, I heard a lot of uh, things that need to happen to ensure organizational engagement, um, like, you like you mentioned. So it, it definitely it's not easy. You, you, like you said, you need stakeholder management. Uh, you, um, you, you need um, prioritization, um, uh, beginning with battlegrounds, with the, uh, more uh, with the, uh, pain areas that uh, hurt most. Um, um, you know, um, um, and celebrating su success together, like you said. Um, so that, that, that obviously that's, the, that's kind of one of the challenges, organizational engagement is one of the challenges. Um, uh, what I would like to uh, ask you is, uh, there is another uh, big challenge as well, especially uh, in your experiences, because uh, energy is an industry um, that has a relatively low contact frequency and uh, relatively lower engagement when compared to some other industries. So how did you manage to maximize um, the opportunities you, you, you had uh, with the customers in such an industry? Yeah. Yes, uh, because of the low engagement that we have. So uh, we've conducted some, some research and, and, and looking at insights. So on average, customers tend to spend around 10 minutes per year either thinking about or dealing with their energy provider. 10 minutes is not a lot of time uh, to do uh, what we what we would like to do with customers or or to keep them engaged. So we have to think about different ways and how we can do that. And ultimately, how we how we do that is really pick off what are the times that we want to engage, what are the journeys that we want to keep customers engaged with. That, that's one of the part, one of the aspects. The second aspect 
uh, and I'll talk about that, that in a little bit more detail. But the second aspect is around providing a consistent, seamless experience across the whole thing. You know, let, let's, be, let's be really honest. Energy customers don't want to engage with their energy suppliers. All they want is uh, uh, supply to come in that is consistent, it works. When they press the, the light switch, the light comes on. When they plug the phone charger in, the phone charges. They want an accurate bill uh, based, on, based, on what, based on what they use. That, you know, that is what ultimately what, what customers want. They don't really want to, want to engage with us, but we need to make sure that we are delivering a seamless, consistent, brilliant experience throughout the year and delivering on those basics that they expect for, from us. Secondly, is those points that we pick out. And the points that we pick out are the ones that are actually quite valuable to us as an organization. So these are journeys such as renewing their contract. So customers will come up for a, for, uh, for a renewal uh, and also uh, uh, an example of uh, around moving home. Lots of people move home each year and moving home poses a, a big risk in terms of churn risk. Uh, customers often uh, really do not have the time uh, to, uh, to focus or think about really changing, uh, changing energy supplier. So what we do in, in home move is really look at this from a customer perspective as we do in, in all of our journeys. So when a customer moves home, they don't move home when they contact Eon to tell us that, that, that we're moving home. They start their journey much, much longer before, months, months, if not years before. So we need to start to engage with those customers early in that journey so that we are always front and center of their mind from an energy perspective. We position ourselves as being helpful. How can we help, help you with moving home? Uh, we have, you know, uh, multiple products in terms of, you know, energy saving products, solar products, heating products, so on and so forth. How can we help you with that move? And we start to engage with customers during that process. So this is even before uh, they would contact us. So, you know, through email, uh, through SMS, uh, through letter if, if that's the kind of chosen chosen method so we always look where there is a big opportunity for us as an uh, as, as a provider and where it's really important uh, to us we look to engage with customers much earlier in in that journey than what we would do in terms of waiting for them to uh, them to contact us so that we can always start that engagement being the customers minds of eon is here to help me and the other thing we've got to think about within the moving journey is people will be contacting multiple organizations throughout their move is how can we stay be a step ahead of them in terms of experience delivered uh, in order to say, do you know what, throughout this whole process, Eon delivered the best experience for me. They were just so easy to deal with. They made it, they took some of the stress of moving home uh, away as an example. So we always look to design experiences for customers where engagement is critical for us as an organization, but also as a, a value add 
for customers uh, in, in those journeys. So it's all about understanding customers and designing the right experiences uh, for, uh, for engagement. It, um, it sounds like uh, there is a lot of uh, thinking um, done behind um, each journey uh, stage. Uh, like the examples you shared, you are attaching processes, you are attaching probably uh, certain services, uh, offerings. So uh, a lot of different units in the, in the organization um, uh, needs to work together in alignment in order to make it happen. Uh, my next question will be around uh, actually that. Um, can you tell us the story how you are orchestrating all these efforts under under like an enterprise level initiative, uh, enterprise level CX program? Yeah, sure. I, I think you know this is kind of heavily related to to my answer to the first question. So you know you kind of get buy-in from leaders, you get interest from leaders, and and actually what was recognised is yes. This should just be a way of working now. Uh, and this should be a way of working across not just one, two or three countries, but this should be a way of working across all of the countries that we, that, that, that we, uh, that we are in. Uh, so the, 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 the brand is there. So this was really about saying, well, where is the best practice? Where does the best practice exist in terms of design capability, journey management capability, and performance management capability uh, around customer experiences and more importantly uh, uh, journeys uh, as, as part of that. So we kicked off a, uh, a big global program uh, in uh, 2014 uh, with the aim of doing absolutely that. So that was about taking the framework for CX and delivering that framework in all of the countries uh, in, in, in where we are, uh, ensuring that we have clear views on what are the what are the capabilities that are required in order to deliver uh, what is needed uh, to be delivered in terms of the de design. What would a journey manager look like? What would their expertise be? What would their role look like day to day? What would a journey owner look like, for example? So we also, as part of the framework, introduced a level within the organization, which was board minus one, somebody who was going to be accountable for the end-to-end -end experience of that journey. Uh, and we applied, uh, I guess, journey ownership to each of our core journeys in, in every single region uh, to ensure that we are driving improvement uh, and driving performance. I, I guess, yes, we had, as part of that, we had a very uh, a tight framework, whether tight framework is, you know, is the, is the right word, but it was a very clear framework in which we were working in. Uh, and that's because, you know, we were, that was deemed as the best practice and that's what needed to, needed to happen uh, in each of the regions for us to, to, you know, in some cases, start this kind of CX, uh, CX journey of which, you know, we, uh, you know, I, I talk about today, some of these countries that have recently introduced CX uh, and, and the framework that we introduced in 2014 going into 2015, they are, uh, you know, the, the, the results are absolutely astounding. The culture, the organization, the results that we see uh, from these are, are nothing short of, uh, of, of amazing uh, from there. So th th this for me is ensuring that we have 
a governance from a global perspective, ensuring that we have a consistent uh, CX framework across each of our countries. We have the right capabilities that are needed to design, deliver and track uh, great customer experiences. And also, which is critical here, is the bot, is the voice of the customer aspect, because it's the voice of the customer that feeds this, that really helps us to understand where are the challenges, where are the opportunities, and therefore how do we, how do we design for that? How do we stay ahead of our competition? Uh, that is absolutely critical. But yeah, having a, a, a clear, robust framework in which to work in, uh, being as, as, as clear as we possibly can, bringing expertise in from other countries to help with the implementation of this framework uh, within the other countries. Uh, and uh, yes, the whole governance then uh, from, a, uh, from a global uh, perspective really helped to deliver that robust framework over you know, 2014 to 2016. Uh, which is when we did that. Uh, actually, uh, maybe uh, at this point, I can also share my experiences because I had similar experiences uh, to the ones you, you, you mentioned. Um, and before uh, we wrap up, let me uh, elaborate on that. Um, uh, before I turn, actually, um, uh, I was the director of customer experience uh, at a telco group uh, uh, called Telia Sonera. Uh, it was known as Telia Sonera, uh, and now it's Telia Company. Uh, so I was um, director of customer experience there, and um, um, we um, uh, initiated a, a CX framework which we called the Purple Promise. Uh, by the way, purple is the uh, brand color of uh, Telia, so that's uh, where purple is coming from. Um, and under this program, um, it was a group level uh, initiative, um, we selected uh, three emotions, um, uh, trust, satisfaction, and special. Um, uh, then we reshaped uh, everything, basically, our offerings, uh, touch points, uh, you know, cultural change for, uh, approach, processes, everything, uh, to provoke these emotions um, uh, in our customers and across all the countries in the group. Uh, so it's, uh, the, 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 the motto was, uh, we do something, it makes our customers feel something. So our behaviors should be consistent, like you mentioned, uh, mentioned everywhere, and the, uh, we should be uh, aiming for uh, these emotions. So all our CX-related framework were built in alignment with proper promise pr principles. Yep. Uh, and and uh, like, like, your, like your case, we also saw significant increase in net promoter score, uh, as well as loyalty, you know, uh, uh, customer churn. Yep. Um, as well. Yep. Uh, so um, uh, let's wrap up and uh, I have a final question. Um, uh, you know, when you consider all these experiences that uh, you mentioned, what would be your, uh, your key learnings and suggestions for our audience um, regarding how to build and drive uh, a branded customer experience transformation program in their companies or groups? So, uh, you know, it's probably a kind of recap on, 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 on what I've talked about. For me, very, very simply, is stakeholder engagement. Bring the, uh, the doubters along. Prove them wrong, but bring them along on the journey. Uh, it's important that they're, they're involved uh, in, in the journey to really feel uh, what it's like, because my experience of CX is it's fun and it should be fun. Everyone should have fun 
uh, whilst they're working, it makes it a, a far greater place to uh, uh, far greater place to, to to be. So bringing your stakeholders along and letting them experience that journey, I think, is uh, is 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 the first thing for me. The second thing for me is deliver, deliver, deliver. Constantly focus on delivering and demonstrating the benefits along. So not just looking at the customer metrics or whether that's MPS, whether it's CSAT or whether it's a customer effort score, it's about really demonstrating the benefits in the commercial numbers. These are the things that senior leaders are, are are are, uh, are focused on. Uh, so they're the things that we need to really demonstrate uh, the benefits in that. Thirdly, is, is cross-functional collaboration. You cannot do CX. CX does not work if it's within one team. It, it doesn't work. It has to. We have to come together as a cross-functional, cross-expertise uh, team of people to deliver. To say what to, to deliver what we need to deliver, and ultimately we are all heading towards the same uh, the, uh, the 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 same target. And lastly, for me, is the celebration of success. CX can be really really hard at times. It can be really hard, and often, in my experience, quite lonely, because it can be a battle. It can be hard to do that. And to really celebrate the successes that you have really helps, uh, I guess, personally, from my perspective, deal with those lows uh, and, and sometimes the battles that, that you face uh, every day. Uh, and, and more importantly for me is, yeah, seeing the success from a customer perspective, because ultimately they're the ones that are telling you whether you're doing a good job or not. Um, Dave, uh, I think uh, we covered our topics uh, today. Um, I would like to thank you very much uh, for your participation. I think it was a very insightful uh, conversation. Uh, is there any uh, last word you would like to add uh, before we close uh, our session? No, I don't think there's, uh, there's uh, nothing okay. at, at this point I'd like to have, but obviously other than to, to thank you for the, uh, for the opportunity to, uh, to share my experiences. It's our pleasure. Um, it, thank you, our listeners, uh, as well, uh, for your participation. Uh, if you have any questions or suggestions for uh, future topics, uh, please feel free to uh, contact us um, and let us know uh, at info at atensex.com. Uh, and you can also find related information content on the website, atensex.com, uh, under the resources tab. So until next time, uh, goodbye, everyone.